back. Thanks for tuning in to another installment. Uh, as always, this is Justin. And yeah, I've got a cool uh, topic I definitely want to talk about today. It's um, the origin of a fight fan. You know, for me, I don't really have much uh, background on how like I became a fan. And uh, if anyone's listening to these podcasts, they probably hear me talking about Tito Ortiz a lot. Uh, he definitely is a huge part and uh, big reason of why I've loved the sport of mixed martial arts. Um, yeah, it's super cool. Um, how the journey of my uh, fandom became to what it is now. <laughs> like watching UFC every weekend, watching Bellator, um, you know, interacting with people online, discussing like all this crazy, amazing uh, sport. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been quite a journey. I um, if, just to give some backstory, you know, some some uh, detail of how I became a fan of the sport. I really never heard of it. You know, I I think it was going on. I was like fairly young when I found. I wasn't really that young. I was basically, I think, still in high school when I found out what is this UFC thing? Like, what is, like, you know, this is crazy. Um, I was a huge wrestling fan. Uh, at the time, Ken Shamrock was in WWF, WWE. I think I've talked about this. I'm, I, it's, it's definitely uh, something I've talked about in many Tito Ortiz episodes. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it definitely Tito Ortiz was a big part because I found out, I'm like, who's uh, this guy? Ken Shamrock guy uh, like having problems with and I'm like is this wrestling because you know he was in I didn't know who Ken Shamrock was I just knew he was like ultimate fighter but no clue didn't do research was like stay true to the wrestling as the attitude era was uh, kicking off for that and like NWO and all that crazy stuff but yeah it was, it's a uh, I definitely went down the rabbit hole um it it started really with before like let's let's backtrack a little bit. Um, I don't know if anyone really remembers Napster. You know, maybe I'm aging myself here, but <laughs> like that's how uh, us young kids got our music. Uh, we just go on the old. Maybe I'm just admitting to a crime here, but whatever. It's allegedly I knew some people who got their music from. A music streaming service that wasn't all that legit <laughs> the worst criminal award goes to me i guess but yeah anyways um looked up some music and found like i really wanted uh foo fighters everlong love that song and uh went to allegedly i may have not admitting to anything but yeah <laughs> allegedly i uh may have uh, downloaded that song and it came up once it was down um finished downloading i played it and i'm ready to jam out rock out you know and it wasn't a song it was well it was the song but it was like this highlight video of this like blonde haired guy like just beating everyone you know he's i think he was uh uh Guy Mesger, he was beating up him, 
and then I think he finished him and then flipped off um the lion's den like and then I'm like Ken Shamrock's there you know go now flash forward to talking about Ken Shamrock I'm like who the hell is this guy he looked cool he had the part you know like he looked like a wrestler I'm like I knew about WWE or well WWF at the time and WCW and ECW and like you you try to follow the old school like NWA and stuff like that but you know this badass dude is like fire shorts like big man you know big 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 uh physique and looked way cooler than some of the wrestlers and I'm like this guy's flipping off Ken Shamrock this is cool so yeah, definitely was like, oh my god! So I went back and started doing research. You know, this is uh, I think my parents just got a computer on there around that time, and internet was just booming. And so I just went down the rabbit hole, and I'm like, Tito Ortiz, who the hell's this guy? I'm like, and then I researched and researched, and um, just really got me excited about it. You know, it's just took me down that huge rabbit hole UFC Vendetta um, was a big pay-per-view not only from like the sport of MMA like a lot of people think uh, the ultimate fighter with Forrest Griffin and uh, Stefan Bonner really established the UFC which it did like I'm not taking anything away from that but if we really go back to it Ken Shamrock versus Tito Ortiz, like the first fight, that was a huge, huge fight for the company at the time. It brought in a lot of celebrities. Like you see some of the wrestlers in the crowd. <clears throat> the hype was huge for it. Like, so yeah. Anyways, went down the rabbit hole. Uh, my parents went out to like a New Year's Eve party and we had satellite. So it was like, uh, like we just got satellite too, right? So it, it was pretty cool. So we're excited, you know, pay-per-view is a thing. So let's get it. Let's try it. Like, and so I see that they have like a New Year's Eve um, pay-per-view for the UFC. And I, like, I'm like, let's do it. Let's order it. <laughs> so my parents went out. I ordered, like I stayed in, uh, watched this UFC pay-per-view because I'm like, hey, it was pretty cheap. You know, it really wasn't that expensive. It was, I think it was a highlight of the year. Like it was highlighting the year, but. It went on to um, show an, an, another underrated fight. Um, Robbie Lawler versus... Um, oh my god, who was it? Aaron Riley. Yeah, that fight was amazing. Like I think they're one of them was debuting the UFC. Robbie Lawler, I think, was. But yeah, anyways. That fight alone. like it was Robbie Lawler was killing him. And then it just was back and forth, back and forth. Like, I definitely highly recommend that fight. It's a hidden gem. I try to tell a lot of people that watch that fight. Um, Robbie Lawler, Aaron Riley. Great fight, great fight. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I just went down the rabbit hole. Found Sheer Dog. Um, so yeah, it's crazy how uh, this sport has evolved since even when I was a fan of it. It was pretty cool at the time, but it, it just blew, like, well... See, I live in Canada, so, like, we didn't really get as much exposure to this. The way, like, the TV deals and stuff work, I don't know. It's just weird. There's not the same. So we, I never even got this stuff on um, TV and didn't really have that much money to get these pay-per-views. So I would just sit on Sharedog.com and just, like, watch the highlight, like, the 
the recaps, like the round by round recaps, and just like fell in love with it. And then the Ultimate Fighter came on TV. It was not, what was it, Spike TV? And just changed everything. And I'm like, okay, like this is on TV. This is badass. Because um, I knew who Randy Couture and who uh, Chuck Liddell were. Because definitely, once once I found Tito Ortiz, those guys are um, in there with Tito. So big names to me as a fan, as a blooming fan, <laughs> as a yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, it, it just kept going. The rabbit hole just kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Uh, some people at school, you know, would enjoy it. They would talk about it. Um, some people at work, as I got older, they would talk about it. Um, but it's an obsession, you know, like it's crazy. This sport that has, um, (laughs) millions and millions, millions of fans, uh, it has grown into an obsession for me. I love it so much. It's like, I don't know. Before I it was it was like the violence, it was cool or you know, the storytelling or like the just the just the build up, the anticipation of these guys are going to fight and one of them's going to be a champion and like one of them's going to walk out the best. You know, it's just the drop of a pin, anything can happen, like it's just insane. And then it grew from there until like I started to um feel like connect not connected but like i put my perspective of life like because i was playing football too so like i kind of was fading out of that era as i became older and um i'm not like i'm not like a hundred years old but it sounds of it sounds like i'm like anyways but as my football career started to end I started realizing that, hey, these guys are, I I was cheering, I felt bad more for the losers than I felt good for the winners, because you just see these guys just go defeat, like, they get so defeated, and you just knew the preparation and everything, and I was at the point in football where I'm just like, huh, like, I know how it felt to lose a game that I prepared all week for, and to watch like my teammates be upset and it's just so depressing you know it was just like that feeling so so i looked at the losers of the sport and i'm just like you know i, I feel bad for them <laughs> like it, it's it's different now it, it's now more connected to these fighters because of that um uh what is it situation that they're in right like i feel that hey if i lost a big game or something like that i don't want to i would hate to feel how they feel and the look on their face you know and you know the like these they're elite athletes you know they they're away from their families they work hard like they train um they might not be the top stars so even the guys that are just guys and girls that are upcoming they're not rich you know so they gotta do a second job maybe some of them have kids some have wives and yeah it just it's it just grew from there it just continued and i just fell in love with trt's like it's insane like a lot of people hate him i <laughs> sometimes i'm like nah i'm very hesitant to tell people um i'm a fan of tito but at the same time nowadays i just say it because i don't care um he's the whole reason i love the sport um if it wasn't for him and what he did for the like in his time in the octagon who knows if i'd be even be talking about this stuff right now um it's it's definitely 
a turning point finding him and what he uh, provided to the sport of mixed martial arts so a lot of people hate him a lot of people don't like don't like him and stuff like that but it is what it is when it comes to tito he's a legend of the sport he's a hall of famer he's a pioneer call him whatever you want at the end of it he pioneered so we can have fights like Chido Vera versus Rob Font, you know. The, uh, it's and next week we'll have one with Justin Gaethje and Charles Oliveira. So like, if it wasn't for guys like Tito and um, Randy and Chuck, and then you go over to Pride and see the Nogueras and Vanderlei Silva, it, it's just yeah. It, it, there's a beginning, a middle, and we're on like the journey right now to towards the end of who knows if mixed martial arts will end lock up the doors and say goodnight to the fans <laughs> but as of right now we're sitting pretty good we got pfl we got bellator we got ryzen we got one we got all these uh amateur fights uh we got up-and-comers we got the contender series, ultimate fighter, we got everything, you know, we're, we're sitting pretty, we're pretty spoiled, so it is what it is when people don't like your fair fighter, I guarantee you guys are listening to this, there's a fighter you like that people do not, and uh, just stay true to that fan base, right, like, honestly, um, I've met Tito Ortiz personally, like in person, personally in person (laughs) ah man but yeah i know i met him in person and he is one of the coolest guys you know a lot of people say like don't meet your heroes and uh they let you down you know some people have had bad experience meeting people they've held uh, such a high regard and uh for me it was moment i met him i was like i was so nervous i was like he's big honestly t ortiz you see him on like tv and whatever but uh it's uh he is a big dude but you see him in person and it is it it does not do it justice on tv and on like online and seeing videos of him he is a big man and anyways i like was so nervous to meet him and i brought up like my book like the book that he wrote um i what was it i did this like photoshop picture of him it was him like holding the flag and in his beanie and stuff like that it was pretty cool and he uh what was it signed it all he's like hey do you, and he's like do you want one of these like five by tens or whatever they were like the the little promo pictures that they do at autographs or um autograph sessions yeah so he, i'm like yeah sure like, i want it all he probably thought he i was going to go on ebay and sell it all but nah he he uh was super cool to me i told him like hey man i appreciate what you've done for this sport he said he appreciated me and yeah it was the coolest moment um, I highly, um, if you guys are on the fence about Tito or don't have an opinion of him, I highly recommend if you get a chance to go see him or like meet him, uh, he's very, he's a cool dude, you know, he, he's, he respects his fans and, uh, yeah, it was super cool. It was a cool moment. It was, uh, one of those opportunities that in life where you were like, you have to go do it, you know, like I, he came close to, uh, cause I, I, I came, what was it i came to terms or uh, with it that i probably would never meet him you know and whatever 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 <laughs> i've been saying that a lot lately in these podcasts but uh yeah anyways uh i came to terms with that i didn't think i would ever uh, see him in person and then he came close to where i lived in canada 
and I'm like, I have to go. It's only maybe like an hour, two hour drive away. And I'm taking that chance. I talked to his, like, like the promoters and be like, Hey, can I, is he still like, going to be there? And they were, you know, it was at a gym. It was like an autograph session at a gym. And, but yeah, it was so cool. Um, a lot of people, like there, the cup, there was a couple, like a man and like, uh, like a man, uh, some dude and his girl like girlfriend they were uh in line in front of me and they just were like hey you can go ahead of me or go ahead of us and i'm like what like they're front of the line and they're like you can go ahead they're, we're gonna go look at the like t-shirts and the merch table i'm like what <laughs> like they were just so nonchalant about it they're just like yeah you can just go see him whatever it's fine and i'm just like walking up there i'm like i've never been so nervous i don't really get nervous um in situations like that like i'm just you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, the most nervous I've ever been, like, ever. You know, it was insane. But, yeah, he turned out to be a super cool guy. And uh, he proved to me that, like, hey, these guys are people too. You know, he he has fans and um, he respects us as much as we respect him. And that so that was a cool moment for me. And I'll always be a Tito fan. Not for what he's done in the fight game, not how he treated me. Um sorry not how i found him and how he treated his opponents and like looked badass and all that but he treated me as an, uh, an equal that day and it was super cool so yeah um it was a crazy start you know it was from one song to meeting him like uh meeting a guy that i idolized in the sport of mixed martial arts mixed martial arts oh my god came talk but uh yeah it was a cool moment. It's a long journey. And what are we up? We're almost up to UFC 275. Um, Pride is no longer. That was a huge uh, love of mine, too. Because, like, once you went down that rabbit hole, of, you saw, like, Chuck Liddell and then Vanderlei Silva might come over and they might have this dream fight. And then it's like, well, who the hell is Vanderlei Silva? Well, this guy's badass. And we had the Fight Network, too. And they showed a lot of pride. So I got into that, like... Nogueira versus Heath Herring, Fedor just killing everybody. Um, like it was, it was cool. Some great, great fights. Nogueras were like they showed a lot of Nogueira footage. Rampage, he was badass. Shogun, <laughs> like listen to me now. Like these guys are, you know, tapering off their uh, careers, and I'm still getting excited about like their f- past fights. But yeah. That's a little bit, a little bit about me, um, and what I've endured some heartbreaks and upsets and whatever during this uh, long journey in mixed martial arts. But I met some cool people, you know, um, the Unified Podcast guys. They're pretty cool. I'm writing for Cage Head Press. I was writing for another um, for One Up MMA, uh, which got our logo on Leslie Smith's shorts uh yeah it's just there's so many cool things that have happened along the way of just like liking something you've watched on tv you know it's just or even down like you know like downloaded on a computer <laughs> like it's such a crazy sport like that's the beauty of mixed martial arts it's, it's not the oh my god he's beating beating him up you know he's he's making him bloody and <laughs> oh yeah he broke his leg and all that crap you know like that to me is not that's the least of it it's the hey the journey you know like for me it's the connections with the fans and like-minded individuals and 
oh yeah that to me is the coolest thing is like there's so many cool people out there that are knowledgeable about the sport and uh you can just connect with them through um two people fighting (laughs) right it's a beautiful sport when you can find like friendship and camaraderie in a sport where people are just going out there to insert their will impose their will uh on their opponent so beautiful sport uh but yeah that's my origin story i guess you could say of how i became a mixed martial arts fan and yeah i think that's gonna be it that's probably one of my longest ones uh, uh the guys over at unified podcast they uh said put them a little bit longer put these podcasts a little bit longer so i'm like hey why not let's let's dip my toes in it see if uh everybody enjoyed this one so yeah appreciate it once again uh thanks for listening and uh talk to you on the next one peace <laughs>